Welcome to The Outcast, the podcast from Outlaw Pro, the ultimate angling experience. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another Outcast, the podcast from Outlaw Pro, and we've got a really special one for you today. I've got not just a good friend of mine, an England teammate, and a guy that is just at the forefront of not just carp fishing, competition carp fishing, but also media too. He's a superstar. You'll have all seen him already. It is none other than Harry Charrington. Harry, welcome. <laughs> that, that was I don't, maybe a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> not in the slightest, mate. Two times world champion. Yeah. Uh, there's got yeah, to be a little fanfare for that. Not that many times that actually somebody says that. So every time someone says that, it's not. You get a little yeah, smile. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, nice. ooh, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it? How do you feel about your CV? Because you don't think about your CV until somebody writes it down or, or mentions it to you and suddenly you think, oh, blimey, actually, wow. Yeah, that last he, quite, he's quite good. Yeah, it is true because I don't know. I always, I always sort of think about what happened like last. What was the last yes. thing you did? So, a lot of the stuff that's happened, you know, in in the past does does sort of get put to the back of the memory. And it's only when someone says says something that you're like, yeah, yeah, I did do that. That was that was quite good. So, yeah, to sort of think about it on a on a sort of whole scale, it's. It, there's been a lot. It's been quite a quite a journey to yes. get to here. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 very proud and privileged actually to have been a, a part of that journey right from the beginning. I think we first met when you first started coming into the industry. What eleven years ago ish? There or thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the f- definitely the first time that we ever spoke would have been just before I joined um, Fox, which was when I was fishing in. A British champ semi-final year, yes. obviously presenting for Sky Sports. I think at the time, yep. and um, yeah, we would. We, I was fishing with Rob, uh, Rob Sutton, Rob Sutton, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, we were doing pretty well. I yes. think. I think we were. Well, we were smashing it. To be fair, yes, yeah, yeah. I did. I, did you get the thousand pound, or was it just shy of that? You no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't was a, quite it was a, a thousand big weight, though, wasn't it? Yeah, usually people were catching sort of. A thousand pound. We just had a. I say usually people are catching a thousand pound. That's definitely that's not. Absolutely. That's okay. definitely not no, true. No, no. You, a like, catch a thousand pound. like the the sort of benchmark for like you've completely totaled um, Barston was a thousand pound. I think um, Andy Maker had done it in a Andy uh, Maker and Kev Reynolds and had done Kev it Reynolds. in the um, Champion Champions. Champions. Pete and Ian came just short. They got yeah. nine hundred and something. Yeah, and I th- but I think Andy and Tom had also done it fishing together yes. as well. But yeah, so Andy had done it twice. Um, yeah, no, we we had a slightly smaller average size of fish. Oh, here uh, we go. The excuses. No, are going no, out no, no. It would no. It was well. It's not excuses. We fished mainly fifteen millers. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. should have been fishing mainly eighteen millers. Yeah. Um, I think we, I think we had just under eight hundred pound. Yeah, yeah. Still, like, still a good weight. It was still a good weight. Anyway. Still won, good won the match. It. So, anyway, too bad. by the by, I've known you for quite a while, and it, 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 it's your your life has been a really interesting one. You know, we we talk about fishing in this podcast, but also what we try and do is we try and get into the mind of the person and also learn a little bit more about you. You know, everybody's seen all of my guests with a carp. That's yeah. primarily yeah, why yeah. you're here. However, there's a lot more to life than just holding up a carp. But before we go there, we always start with fishing. Where are you fishing at the moment? What are you doing? When was the last fish you caught? Tell me about your fishing at the moment. So 
I mean, my fishing at the moment and for the last few years, like my own fishing that's me, not a competition, yeah. nothing to do with work, is limited. But um, I'm very lucky to have um, a few syndicates. Um, two of them are actually um, no publicity. Right. And that's where I've been spending um, sort of, I'd say, a lot of my time. In terms of my own fishing, that's where I've been spending pretty much my all of my time, which isn't like lots, mainly like day sessions here and there. Um, but I like it because I can go there and I know that I don't have to do anything to do with creating content or work or anything. And so the so the last time I went was two weeks ago. I did a day session on a Wednesday, I think it was, um, and so it's a really really deep lake. This place. Yeah. Um, and it's 200 yards to the far bank, which is a no fishing bank. So this is like, it's also like really good practice for me, yeah. like in terms of like um, long range fishing and that. So basically as far as you can cast a solid bag, yeah. as long as it's not over the far bank, which I'm not quite blessed to uh, to cast a solid that far, but it's getting right over to the far side. And yeah, I had yeah. I had uh, three, uh, three 20s and a 34. On a, on a day session so it's, yeah, it's a funny good. thing and no publicity water isn't it because you know for for someone that's in the public eye as much as you are and for someone that actually likes to create media and create content no publicity waters are, are, are the angel and the devil you'd love to be able to talk about it but actually it's brilliant that you can't because like you say it takes the pressure away yeah yeah definitely like uh, you know whenever i've been been fishing in the last in the last 10 years heart like part of my mind is on on the job of catching fish yeah. and then the other part of my mind is on the job of well i've caught this fish or um yeah i've caught this fish how am i going to create something around it so i can use it for work yes. um and i used to put a lot of pressure on myself um to do that and to create that content not no nobody at work put pressure on me this is my own my own pressure because i wanted to always do as good a possible job as i could for fox which meant if i caught a fish i could create something around it and yep. you know hopefully that, that that people like that and um, maybe buy some products off the back of it ultimately um but now i'm sort of in a position where um there's a lot more people in the team now also yeah. creating content and I can do a bit of my own fishing that doesn't need to go anywhere and it's just just for me and that that kind of started just after um just after lockdown actually yeah. which that was the first time that I did any sort of fishing that was just for me and during lockdown I was um going up and down um a river near my house um that I knew held some carp in, but I didn't quite know what. And anyway, I was w walking up and down, and one day, it was a decent warm day in, I think, the end of March, um, so, like, quite early on in the in the lockdowns, um, I saw a ghosty in there that looked about £30, and I was like, I'm yeah. going to catch you when I can, you know, when the, yeah. when the river season's on. And throughout the whole of COVID, I was walking up and down this river, worked out that in this sort of two mile stretch there was maybe eight fish like not not a lot at all um but yeah later on in the year managed to catch it um 
and yeah, haven't put picture up anywhere. Fantastic. Like, this is the first time I'm telling anyone about it. I'm not going to say. A nice one. Not, not going to say where the it? river is or, yeah. or anything like that. But yeah. I was, um, yeah, just for me. Yeah, lovely. Love. It's so nice to be able to do that as well. You know, I'm. Uh, 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 um, you know, we're we're non-denominational here. We we you know we 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 cover all sorts of brands, and I I I know your fox through and through. But you know, Jacob Worth's film recently on on the dark. Uh, what a film! Yeah, yeah, fa- fantastic. To it, to be able to have um, the sort of backing of a team to get out and film with you, and 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 say we're going to make a film with you, no matter how long it takes. Mm. Like that's that's pretty special and like the just filming in london yeah um absolutely stunning and um it's an epic it's an epic caught a 50 pound ghost that was amazing that was the thing for me that you know it 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 brings home the fact that there are places that you can go and it's going back to your ghosty as well if you're prepared Mm. to look and you're prepared to put the effort in there are still some lovely forgotten gems or undiscovered gems that yeah that that people haven't found yet i think i think the problem is is that it it is like going and fishing fishing those places that where there's not many fishing yeah. it is effort it yeah. like and i'm part of the problem like we create um content that we try and make carp fishing look as easy as possible mm. Um, and we want it to be as easy easy as possible because if it's easy, then more people are going to do it and they're going to enjoy it and they're going to buy more fishing tackle at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to find those places that are really special, those fish that are really special, maybe mean something just to you yeah. because you're the only one that knows it's in there, or only a few people know about it, um, and you can keep it quiet. That. It, it is something really special, and I, 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 I hate to think about the number of miles that I walked mm. up and down that um, that that river trying to work out that fish. I put an awful lot of to- an awful lot of time into working out um, what he was doing. In terms of actual time spent fishing, yeah. I did a one hour session one morning where I got very close to it. I missed it. And then the next time I put a rod in, it was in for two minutes and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. And that was was that down to pre-baiting, or was that just down to understanding no, no, I'd, where it is? I'd, I'd and done... if it's two minutes, it must be floating. <laughs> is no, it no, no, no. Or... It wasn't. It wasn't. I, I, I nearly had an opportunity on a different fish um, that wasn't really my target with with bread, and it didn't it didn't quite work out. But with with that fish, um, I had done the pre-baiting thing. Yeah. And I'd done it right up until uh, like June the 16th or that was my plan. And I had a spot and they were visiting it. June the 15th, I've I've rocked up first thing in the morning to make sure that like I'm there and no one else is going to fish anywhere near near that. And they started spawning. So that was like out of the window, yeah, yeah. and I lost I lost them for like three for three weeks. I completely lost them. Didn't yeah. didn't know where because the group of fish, well, I said eight fish, mm. pretty much were always together or always close. Yeah, yeah. But you know, one day you'd see them a mile and a half upstream from where you saw them the, the day before. So yeah. it it was it was graft, and um, I 
about about three or four weeks after after they had spawned, I stumbled I stumbled across them again in an area where I'd never seen them before, and they just looked catchable. Yeah, yeah. And I'd see, seen them in the area, but I didn't have my kit with me. I just had I had a bit of bait to put in, and they were feeding that hard. I was like, I'm not going to put any bait in. I'm just going to go. I was on my bike, cycle back as fast as I could. So this is like. So this is in the summer. It must have been like five o'clock in the morning. Cycle back as far as I could. Gra- literally grab one one rod, um, a bag, me unhooking mat. Cycle back. They were still there. I've put in a pinch of sweet corn, yeah. single grain of plastic corn on a big like five ounce lead inline. Yeah. Drop, dropped it in there. The, the, it like it, it um, circled out like. Came back round and mine was the first thing it picked up. Brilliant, it's brilliant. It, yeah. It's really, it's a lovely story. It's very disruptive things like that. I know where I've been, where I've been going out for a cycle ride, or where I've been running, or I've been wrecking. Sometimes you see that opportunity. It's like, yeah, that's catchable now, but it's actually quite disruptive to then have to do something different to what you were originally going to do, which might be I'm just going for a walk for half an hour to see it. Suddenly to go home, get your kit, go back again. You know, it's it's a weird mentality. That's your target. You want to mm. catch it, but actually having to go and get your stuff, it's it's exciting, but it's disruptive at the same time. Yeah, I, I think <clears throat> I, I was trying to track it down and then feed it into yes. a position where it was just coming to the same spot every time. Yeah. And that just wasn't working. And... It was it was literally like this is my opportunity now. If I don't do something now, yeah, I, I I could miss it. Um, so I'm pretty glad that I did. I, I, opportunist captures are just I, I love opportunist captures. Yeah. I, I, I catch a lot of fish. Opportunism, yeah. really. You know, be that be that in a session seeing one move, or be that actually going out and looking for one and just thinking, you know, again, two minutes in the right yeah, spot. You yeah, catch yeah. Them so you quickly, know, you've got to take you've got to take your chances when when they come, and if you don't. If you don't do, it's just like like in a match or anything. Yeah. If you don't act now, yeah, it's that's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, Harry, let's let, let's talk competition and adventures as well, because you know you've 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 had quite a, a quite a journey. You know, recently, obviously the Team England stuff, but going back as far as well, twenty fourteen as a prime example. That was that was where you really came onto my radar as. You know, a very, very good competitive angler, Carp Angler of the Year, and also uh, winning Eric's at the time, which was one of the two big events in the UK, BCAC and Eric's. You know, that was what everybody wanted to win, and there was a big pile of money with it as well. Yeah, there, there was, yeah. I mean, that was the that was the key, the key thing that made me enter that. Yeah, like 2014 was, yeah. Well, the the in terms of domestic fishing the best year of of my life like without a doubt i had um so it's the first year that i fished together with alexi in a competition we actually had fished um for uh, we fished together for the crafty carper winner stays on yes um which is a series that they had they had done and we won it was either five out of five or six out of six. I can't remember. And basically, they shelved the concept because other sponsors were getting annoyed that we were the only ones in it. <laughs> Surely that's the concept of it, though. That if you win, that you was, stay that, on. That, that, that was, can't have that. That, that was the concept, but um, 
I mean, I know what it can be like when people are pay, paying money to see guys go into the yeah. magazine and when we're just going like that, like, like that with them. Um, you know, they're not... I, don't, I wouldn't want to put one of our anglers into a competition against yeah. someone who's winning everything yeah. to try and show our products in a good light. Yeah. You know, if yeah. if they just get annihilated. From, from a magazine point of view, the concept is brilliant. From a commercial point of view, it's really tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really and that's tricky. and that's that's where it 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 sort of came a cropper. But anyway, like we had done great. Like and Alexi had been my friend for a, for a long, long time. Anyway, we we had been we we were going fishing together. At, like anyway, plenty, and it just worked. So um, Eric's literally started up this big like rival to um the british carp champs which at the time was in a funny place because mm. you had sold it and there was people weren't quite sure in the direction that it was going in you'll be very and... polite the bloke who bought it wasn't liked by anybody <laughs> at all and he was uh, unfortunately he ripped the spirit out of it and oh, it's, that's it's that's fair that's fair it's to say um but you know the good the good that's not to put anything down on it now because oh, no, the guys now. who run it now it yeah. um do, do a brilliant job but at the time yes it was a little bit um yeah not not quite in favor with everyone and eric's saw yeah. an opportunity there and they've gone wallop here is 25 grand wasn't it 30 grand 30 grand so harry's 30 gone grand. boom we'll so i've i've got yeah i've been like wow there's an opportunity to win 30 grand here yeah. and now that the crafty carpet series is is finished this is an opportunity to still go fishing with my mate yeah um so i called up alexia i was like have you seen that they've just launched this uh, competition? He's like, no, no, he's probably had his head in a chemistry book or something yeah, yeah. doing his PhD. And um, and I was like, how, how do you fancy winning it? It's a it's 15 grand split, like, if if we do it. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, mate, I just like fishing with you. So I was like, okay, great, we're, we're doing it. And um, I entered also... I entered the british that year um and i was supposed to be fishing that with josh hillman yeah um unfortunately he let me down yeah. and he went off to be a model didn't he or something like that? I, I i don't know no, no at, at that still? at that time um i can't remember what, what he was doing but he had, when i paid up the money to to enter he was like yeah i'm i'm gonna do it and then when it came to the first qualifier about a month before, I gave him a call. Like, right, are we are we I on? Remember, you and, and uh, you qualified on your own. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, the first qualifier was um, on uh, Paulbridge Farm, mm. Q Lake, um, and that was that was great. Like, um, all of these matches that year, apart from two of the finals went perfect yeah like couldn't have gone better um so yeah so that was actually the first match of the year that um that q lake Poolbridge farm and um had a bad draw i think second second last out the bag um in like this little sort of narrow channel um but managed to catch them um predominantly floater fishing at night yeah which was which was great um and then also i'd the only way i could get bites during the day was using a zig like 
that far below the surface yeah. and feeding floaters off over the top. Like during the day, they wouldn't take a take a hook bait mm. off the top, but they take yeah. it just below. So anyway, uh, won that one. Had about 16, 17 fish. Uh, won that one. Then the semi-final for that was at Barston. Mm. I knew that that was going to be tough because you don't want to be on your own at Barston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, luckily, like you could have runners back then, so I roped in Bonesy as a runner. Yeah. So he was making me tea and uh, and occasionally wrapping up my rods. Um, and I drew in F section. Um, so again, like a bad draw. Um, so that F section was just one of the sort of middle of the road sections where... Um, there isn't like a fly flying peg, and you're not you're not looking to catch loads and loads of fish o- over the weekend. Um, I managed to win the match at about seven hundred pound, yeah. um, which was I, I was I was after twenty four hours. I think I was about hundred pound behind in my section, and yeah, just managed to to really sort of t- turn up the the pace and. Yeah, won that and then got through to the final of the of the British. Also was fishing the UK champs, the singles mm. at the time. Um so had a mat so first match was um Birds Green. Um had a brilliant draw there, fishing up to an island, fishing little method feeders up to the island, won that. That was great. Um then the uh semi final was on B two, which yeah, suited you uh, down to the ground at the, t- 29. At, at the time at the time like Bray's Nose 2 was just so good to me mm. so so good I I couldn't fail on there and I don't and again there I didn't have a great didn't have a great draw I was in the sort of channel bit mm. um but had a little bit of space around to my left which I used and I think I had th- th- 30 35 fish won the match by quite a, quite a long way um and got through to the final of that and then yeah the erics was like everything was just so perfect like fishing with alexi like i think just took you know i, I was having a great year yeah, yeah but just took things to like an another level like he's really calm mm. He's got skills in angling that I didn't have then um, and was just re- like really great to, to be around. I could get quite stressed on my own, yeah. but he'd always just just like chill, chill me out and just be like, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to it's going to happen. So, yeah, our first first match was on B2. Our qualifier was on B2 um, Had a great draw, um, ended up on the point. And um, yeah, just just smashed it. You we do have... have a few good draws, age block, don't you? Oh, you do I've just talked about I've just talked about three or four <laughs> bad draws to, to line me up for the good draws. He's I, our lucky talisman. He's, I... he's got this thing with with Team England. It, it is it's uncanny, and I don't know how he does it. But you do you visualise the peg that you want, and three times you've actually got it, haven't you? Spain. I, Twice, oh, no, no, three times. No, yeah, you are right. Spain, yeah, Serbia, and Hungary, and literally bearing in mind, not, not Hungary, this South Africa. Oh, was it? This South, one, no, no, no South this Africa. one. I wouldn't Sorry, have been South in that Africa. No. If, yeah, no, that was it. South Africa. But three times 
he's looked at, you know, bearing in mind there are, well, um, 72 pegs potentially that yeah, you could uh, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with, you know, with, with sections of, uh, what, 27? What's three to 70? 71 pegs. Yeah. 27, 70, no, 74 pegs yeah. in this last one. So there are between 70 and 74 pegs. And you visualize a peg that you want, and three times out of six, you've actually got the peg you visualized. And he's told us beforehand which one he wants. I want to go here. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. <laughs> but, keep yeah, it going, yeah. please. Yeah, just keep that, it going. That has happened. How does that work? I don't know. Because only only once was did you do I that with the other? That. Sorry to jump in you there, but you know, with with Farlows, did you do that with Farlows for the for the? You know, when you no. when you're looking at the well with B two, oh, I'd love to be on the point. You know, everyone. Yeah, yeah, say that, yeah. But, well, B two, we came out first. We got our first choice. Yeah. Um, oh, so it wasn't watercraft. The others. Sorry, it wasn't out the bag. They're all watercraft. No, no. There was this was all watercraft. Right, so yeah, so it's, so it's slight. So it's slightly different. Yeah. Um, because where. Um, yeah, in in the world champs, it's out the bag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one in Spain was 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 epic. Yeah. Like getting getting that peg because yeah. I had put a star next to our peg sequence. I've still got the paper that, as well that I wanted yeah. to get. Yeah. So yeah, I've put a star next to the next to the sequence. So there's 28 different sequences. Yeah. Um, and we were second last. Yes. So there was so. The peg sequence that I wanted was still in there. Yeah, we, and we have I a, was drawing the peg. We have, we have a tradition with with Carp to England about drawing the pegs, and whoever is the in form or seems to be on a roll draws the pegs for us. So there are three different draws. It's quite a complicated system, um, but Graham will draw the peg order. I will draw um, the, the the who's going into which section, and then one of the team will draw for which pegs we get. And it was you for a couple of years. Wayne and Ryan did it. Did they draw last time as well? Or with no, it was Carl. No, it's a Carl, Carl drew Carl, last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl drew last time as well. And and yeah, so we 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 alternate who's going to draw for that. But it's just uncanny. But you've obviously vibed off on Carl that this is the one that we want to draw. <laughs> but I was very I was very adamant that Carl needed to 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 draw. Yeah. Because like you say, it is that whoever's. Whoever's in form, yeah. they've they've got the magic touch. They've got whatever it is. It is and I like I'm sort of I'm sort of I'm sort of superstitious and sort of not. Yeah. Because I know that it is all rubbish. Yeah. But I will still be like, oh, just in case it's not. Yeah. Like in Hungary, I do th- I do this a lot in my head where I go, if I don't do something and it'll be something really really menial if i don't do this i won't win the world champs yes yeah and yeah. I like and, that. and so there, yeah, about weird. an hour into the uh about an hour into the match i needed to change the um uh the batteries on my uh on my alarms so i've, un- I've like the rods on the alarm and i'm unscrewing the uh the screw from the back of the uh alarm and it's fallen into the uh, into like the there was all reeds and like yeah, yeah. just a just a mess b- below on the bank, and I've gone to myself. If I don't get that out, if I'm going to lose. If I don't find this, yeah. we won't win. Yeah, and so <laughs> I was looking for ages for it, but like really getting inside yeah. my head about yeah. it, and eventually found it, screwed yeah. it back in. I was so like, that's, that's gonna it. be, given that. it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like also yeah. I had that I had that bird um, crap on my head. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So we were we were just coming up to the last 
three or four hours, something like that. And it was it was tight, and we had just gone into the lead, but it was that tight where it's like one fish in any section would change it, and this flock of starlings or whatever they were flew flew over, and one of one of them has has crapped. It's landed sort of on the side of my head and dribbled down onto my shoulder. And I've almost started crying because of how serendipitous that moment was. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. It's yeah. it, like, we're, we're going to we, we're we're gonna win. We're going to win. And that's, I, for however much I loved and still love the UK matches, the England stuff, I've like, it's a different level of emotion that yeah. like twice I've cried at fishing yeah. and both, both yeah. of those times was in the last few minutes yeah. of a world championships win. Yeah. Uh, it's been, been incredible. Yeah. Um, but we go back to, um, yeah, going back a bit to, yeah, 2014. So that with, uh, with Alexi, that first match. Yeah. i got good, got a good draw. All right. That time. That yeah. time got a yeah. good draw, and um, yeah, so B2, we've done I think 60 fish for 995 pounds, wow. which really irks me, yeah, really irks me, especially when like about a minute after the hooter, we had another bite and it would have yeah, would have yeah. done us on a thousand pounds. But that was at the time that was a late match record yeah. for their um. Yeah, like but B- you, B2 didn't was you, always kind for me. Am, am I right in saying that you went to Thorpe Lee? No, Drayton. Drayton, that was Drayton it, sorry. Was Drayton, look, so Drayton was the next one. So you went along there and again, there was um, you, you had a bit of a tear up on there, didn't you? Drayton was insane. Um, so, yeah, this, so this was the semi-final um, and the previous semi-final had been on um, on Drayton as well. So, the, so two weeks before the other, yeah. the other semi. And I think... Hutchie and Bondi had done two thousand seven hundred, eight hundred pounds. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And lo- like, like a serious, and that was that was at the time the biggest forty-eight hour match weight ever, ever in the world. Yes, ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'd love to love to beat that. <laughs> I don't like, you know, I am like uber uber um, competitive and. It what it the the target is always qualifying. The yes. target is always qualifying. Um, but if you're in a position to do that, you know you got to give it give it your best. Um, now you say we get good draws. We came out second last mm. there. Um, it was it was sectioned that one. Um, and so anyone who's been to Drayton will know um, the boards that go up to the sailing club where the sailing club's on your left. Mm. And you want to be in that sailing club one. And basically every swim further mm. right is worse. So we're in the last swim on that section, as far away from the sailing club as, oh, as, shallow po- end as possible. Top end, yeah. in, the, in the shallow end. Yeah. Just coming into the shallow end, there was yeah. another section um, yeah. further further to our right. Um, and it was a bit like, oh, we're going to have to really give it a go. Like, uh, Rob Tuff was in the peg next yeah. door, so really, really good angler. Um, and it was like, oh, this is going to be hard really hard um i think we caught four fish in the first four hours which was like tough going but there was a period where nobody caught anything the the damn wall 
everyone was fishing floaters because mm. that that was what had won it before. So everyone knew what yeah. to do. Yeah. And the guys on the damn wall had all fed floaters and loads of them, like sacks and sacks and sacks of floaters right from the off. Mm. And the wind was off the off their backs. So, so everything came up everything yeah. has drifted down. So we've ended up actually there's a load of fish in front of us yeah. and we don't need to feed. Yeah. So this was at the start of the ma- uh, well, four yeah, four, hours four yeah. hours in and we started catching. Um, and it was, yeah, it was cut like carnage, you know, Drayton can be carnage, but this yeah. is floater fishing with four rods at a time. Multiple times we have four fish on at once. Yeah. Um, and like that was zero sleep, yeah. no sleep at all. I, um, sort of 36 hours in, realised I could barely walk. So I was, I was sort of in the peg. So you had two, like, little platforms. So uh, one, ne- one next to the other. There's about two metres square. Yeah. Um, and I basically set myself up so that I didn't need to move from that two metre square. I was just on my feet had um had my rod pod had my bucket of floaters had all of my other rods set up behind me i think i'd i'd borrowed quite a few sets of like um light rods and stuff i had yeah. 18 rods with me um so that i knew that i never had to like reset up yeah. again because you know the, the 20 minutes that you're se- yeah. setting something back up after a drama that could be three fish yeah that's three three or four fish um so yeah, I'd I'd done my best to get. Uh, I was so prepared. I had, I think, 160 floater rigs tied. What was your finishing weight? So we ended up with um, 323. 3, no, sorry, yes, yeah, sorry, 3,223 pounds, 277 fish. In 48 in fo- hours. In 48 that's hours. That's just ridiculous, isn't it? That's yeah. and that's a world record. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that was uh, when 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 we came into that we were getting into the uh second night and it was like it was obvious at that time that we were gonna uh probably win the match and yeah. definitely win the section yeah um and i was like we need to go harder because we we were on about <laughs> we were on about 2100 pound going into that last night and i was yeah. like we can do that record we need we need to go harder yeah. and um there was a moment alexi got um, got bitten by a spider that li- that's literally like he's lost the feeling in his leg um, for like two hours. So he's had to have a have a lie down. So I've brought all the rods over to me. So I've got four rods and they're all going, this is like all night, floater fishing all yeah. night. And it's just absolute carnage. And yeah, and ending up with that. Like I, I was saying that I couldn't walk about 30, 36 hours in. I had to stay rooted. I'd, I had a call in nature and needed yeah. to need to take myself off to the toilet. I've walked out of the peg and realised that for the last 36 hours, I have been chafing so bad, like so, so bad. And it was that bad that I am, I am actually scarred wow. to this day from the chafing yeah. in my groin. Wow. <laughs> that is it's like, crackers. It's, like you know just we rewind a little bit 277 fish 
in 48 hours. Yeah, I think someone worked it out and said that was uh, a fish every 12 minutes. And when you consider we caught four in the first four hours yeah. and the last three or four hours we caught nothing. It's crackers, isn't it? Absolutely it, amazing. It was insane. A- yeah. Absolutely insane. Been some adventures, mate, hasn't there, over the years? Been some adventures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we, like, you know, j- we've had some as well. J- like... I think you were the first person that I I fished an overseas match with. Yes, as well. Yeah. That was great fun as well, wasn't it? That was uh, Tinkerbestie, the first one, the best five. When the when the new concept of the biggest five fish came in, um, I'd fished it with Bart the year before, uh, and we caught. And again, it was that sort of match. You know what Bart's like, same as you. You just plow through and want to catch as many fish as possible, and. The, the mistake that we'd made that first year was that we caught shed loads of fish, but we hadn't caught the big ones. Mm. So we had to do it slightly differently. And we, you know, we had a great result though, didn't we? But it was painful then as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a, a similar thing to the world champs in that it was throw it, throwing stick, throwing stick yeah. a long a long way out. Re- yeah. Really, really pa- like putting a lot of bait out. Really yeah. painful. <laughs> and we managed to we win do... that section. We yeah. won our section and we had caught, what, 50, 55 fish, something like that. And the yeah, guys yeah. who won caught five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it was big five <laughs> it competition, was big, It was big it? five but, and they were in the, but, the corner with the biggest. Yeah, but it, like just, just some... <sighs> All of these matches are, are, are just a fantastic memory. Just such a good occasion. Uh, th- thinking about it as well, I remember the. Um, do you remember the Reduta one, where we had yeah. a really shit draw? That was yeah, when that, that like tough. your your draw arm didn't come out there at all. That was. I yeah. think I must have drawn that one. You it probably was did. Just shocking. You know when you when you draw one and you just go, well, that's it. Yeah. Straight away, and you know that it's terrible. And we're fishing. There was a there was like a road that had gone through the lake, wasn't there? There was loads of snags on it, and you'd have a bite. And you'd have two bleeps, and then it'd be locked up in snags. Yeah, oh, or, it was but, horrible. Do you, do you remember getting but we fished in a village. It was <laughs> that was so Reduta. Reduta's this massive, massive lake that's basically created by some guy wanted to flood Chow a valley. Yeah, 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 flooded the flooded, flooded the valley. When was it in the seventies? Uh, no, it was in the in the early eighties. Early eighties. Uh, basically, he wanted to make Bucharest into a port. So what he said is we're going to raise the river level of the Danube by three metres. And obviously raising a river by three metres allowed the Danube to be used as a port in Bucharest, but it also flooded everything else that, that was in the area. And Romania is very, very flat. Until you get to Transylvania, a lot of Romania is flat. So all these little valleys that had streams in them suddenly were three metres deep. Mm. And and it was, they, they literally, they just marched everybody out. So you caught all sorts of things. I've caught picture frame there. But I was I was laughing about the, the bites. We we were fishing in this village. Do you remember the bites off the sock? Yeah, yeah, 120 yards. You've had a, you've had a one-toner off of it the was, sock. It, was, it wasn't quite a one-toner, but there was a bite. Was it? <laughs> we're, we're, we're fishing away, and it was like, did he? And it's bleeped. It must have been a liner or something, but there was movement on the bob. It's like, right, we're locked up. I've got to hit it. I've hit it. It's like, it's weird. <laughs> it's like, what is it so it's like, have you got one on you must have yeah. one on yeah you've definitely got one on it's not fighting yeah yeah I can't remember you even might have had the landing net ready for it, it was a oh I almost certainly would have had the landing yeah. net ready yeah, standing yeah. in the water and there's a, literally oh, playing it's in come a sock up. it's a sock but it was a big sock it was a it was a big sock PB it, sock uh, but yeah it was uh, it was weird but yeah those were the days you were little then as well weren't you that was, was a, little I'm, Harry Charrington days I'm pretty sure that was that was 20, 2014 as well. Was it? I, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it was that year. Um, yeah, like good, good, good memories. Yeah, finished it off at at Farlow's. Yeah, thirty grand. And then Not 2015 bad. just followed 20, it on with well, the that was, Championship. Well, that was it because 
off the back of 2014, um, I got voted carp angler of the year in front of in front of dave lane who'd caught the burfield common which was crazy to me he yeah, caught two he caught two no 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 he <laughs> oh, caught two, two he caught two 50 pound commons that year that's phenomenal for then two 50 pound yeah, fish yeah. In a year back in 2014 is yeah uh, yeah that, and 50 pa- 50 pound commons and yeah. i got i got voted ahead of him which like to me was like madness because like Dave's yeah, a, a, a legend firstly yeah. everybody loves him yeah. and to have had a year like that so that was amazing and then you picked me for the England team which I'd I'd had trials for um, three years before oh, right, I'd, had, okay. I'd been to the trials with Pete and Ian yeah yeah I didn't um, know that. yeah yeah so yeah. I, I, at the time I was fishing with Rob Sutton um, and I'd, we weren't the, we were we didn't work. As oh, the pair, pair is so important. We you know, every work. everybody in the England team has to stand on their own two feet. But actually, when you get a pair, the the, the sum of the parts is greater. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we like Rob. You know, Rob was a really really good angler, two times uh, like British Young Carpers champion. Um, but like uh, like probably two OCD for me. Yeah, which was frustrating. Well, Carl isn't. Yeah, but he lets me do the rigs. Yeah, so, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. Carl's Carl's OCD Carl's about his bivvy, yeah. but not uh, not necessarily about his his rigs or anything like that. Which... Yeah, but he's, he's brilliant to fish with. Carl, isn't he? I fished with Carl in Ukraine when we were practicing for when this World Championship was supposed to be um, in in Ukraine rather than Hungary. And it, uh, again, it, phenomenal angler. One, one of the, the things I remember about Carl. Sorry, just these things buzz into my mind with all these mm. little memories. There's so many memories because I've fished with all of you in various different places. But one of the things with Carl was we're, we're, we're in Ukraine. It's it's a long range. Like, you know, I'm I'm out the game. I don't know if you're out the game, but, you know, when he's like 180 yards, it's like, I, there's no point even thinking about it. You're it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you, I'll well, reel in. You pretty much it's me, it's me up to 160s. That's what, like, I am comfortable at there. I could fish yeah. at 180s, but I'm comfortable there when you've yeah. got a tool like him in. Yeah. Like... Go on, 180, 200, easy. He, 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 said, he said, do you want me, what we're going to do now then? So we were having a bit of a chat about, about tactics and other bits and bobs. It's like, right, yeah, we'll, we'll let's, let's, let's overload a solid bag and see if we can get something on that. Because although we were in a competitive match, it was a trial match for us to try and work the tactics out. So you know what it's like in practice. You almost want to work out what doesn't work as well as what does work. Because the last thing you want to know, you always need to know what doesn't work in a competition because you don't want to try it in a competition. So all these things like, right, what should we do now then? It's like, well, let's, um, let's smack a, let's overload a solid bag and chuck it out. And he's gone, do you want me to chuck it long or shall I drop it short on the 45 wrap baited spot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, 45 wraps. That's, that's is where the baited so is. Carl. <laughs> he's, chucking, he's chucking 50 wraps with a solid bag. Yeah. It's just daft. Absolutely yeah. daft. It's, it, it, anyway. he, he, he's, he's brilliant to fish with. And, yeah. you know, like I said, just a, a machine in, just term, a top in man. terms of that top, top so man. yeah no really good I, I like when when you called me up and said I want you to be in the England team like that was like ever like I'd wanted to be in the England team since yeah. I was like 14 15 first heard about it like Steve Spurgeon Chris Rose fishing yeah, in yeah. fishing in the team and like I think they got a silver medal or something like that and a lot you know I just started doing cart matches and was doing okay, and I was like, one day, and I'd done the uh, the England trials. I I missed a family wedding for for it and stuff, which everyone hated me for. But I was like, no, I want to get in, mm. and I didn't get in then. And then yeah, I had 
the most epic year in 2014, which just just set it up. And yeah, like I remember the you like you you cap everyone mm. um, for for England. You know, you you do make a little bit about giving everyone their kit because it's a it's, special well, moment. It's huge, isn't it? You I, know, it's... I remember I was quite. Lo- I, I I remember I had my shades on. Um, so you won't know. Nobody nobody knows this, but I when we're in that little villa in Spain and you've given me the the kit, you've given me my England tie, we had an England badge, mm. we had an England cap at the time. Unfortunately, the England Trust don't do the uh, badges and the ties anymore, but we had the badge and the tie, and like behind my shades, I was crying. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it well, just meant so much. But, it, you know, it's a huge honour. It, you yeah. know, it, it, if, I've been doing it a long time, but it is for me now. You know, when you pull that shirt on, you just feel completely different, you know. We you, the the mentality set is is very very different, you know. The hearing the national anthem, and like you know it because I say it all the time. There's only one thing better than hearing the national anthem at the beginning, and that's hearing it at the end because you've you know you've yeah. done it there. Yeah. It's just it, it, it's phenomenal. There is something that is just completely and utterly out of this world representing your country, and you know the. I know exactly what you mean because my journey is the same as your journey, albeit you know a little bit earlier. And I've I've been through what you've been through, and then eventually being asked to um, having effectively retired from competition, being asked to manage it is is another honour again. And you you know you never know. Are we looking at a future manager? You don't know. So it, it, it's it, there's the, you've got loads of years of competition in you yet, yeah. but you you know you never know. But it is just such a, a huge huge honour to do these things that uh, you know it, it's something that will will never in my mind and I'm sure it's the same in yours it will it will never drop in value that no. every every occasion that you pull that shirt on means so so much yeah yeah there's no there's no fish or a target or place that you could catch or go to that would would overtake that in terms of meaning for mm. me yeah fair play agreed now we normally ask our guests to bring something in for us and you've got a present, presumably. We've got yes. uh, we've got a gallery of things. We've got Les riding his car. We've uh, we've got a signed England cap. Uh, we've got some rigs. Uh, we've got yeah. Uh, I see. I saw got Crowley's the last, book. Last uh, one with Ian. Those rigs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So we've got some. Yeah, we've got some quite cool things. So what what have you got to add to our wall? So oh, I've got. Oh, I didn't know this was coming. Um, I recognise that straight away. This is one of the. Um, Team England hoodies. This is the one. So we always get a fair bit of stash uh, <laughs> when, um, yeah, when we have the world champs. So yeah, this is the Serbia um, hoodie, which right. is where um, obviously we won a team bronze and uh, Carl and I won individual bronze. Fantastic. So yeah, that is that's that one. Um, even though it's it sort of. For me, it's painful memories and also good memories because yes. any any medal that you can get at that level is is really hard hard fought and hard won. Yeah. Um, so yeah, whilst it wasn't the gold that was very very close, um, like it still sort of holds a really really close place in my heart. Yeah. Um, and also, I can get rid of it now because we're going to have two stars. On Absolutely. Mark next time. Yes. So. Just show the camera that. So we're uh, we're, we're lucky that um, I say we're lucky. We've, we've obviously won a world championship, so you get a gold star on it. Uh, and now this one will be obsolete because in the future we've got to put two, which is yeah. lovely. Are um, you are you getting another tattoo? By the way, 
Yes. Yeah, I've got to now. Have you, have you mentioned it. that on, on the podcast no, yet? No, I've never mentioned that to anybody at all, actually. It's my own private thing, like your ghosty, but now you've known it for me, haven't you? <laughs> I'll put it up there. Is that all right? Well, you've, I suppose you've started the story now, so you might as well finish it off. But yeah, yeah. So, Hughesy's got... Is it? Is it on your bum? It's not on my bum. That would be disrespectful. Hughesy's got a, got a, a uh, two, two, two stars tattoos, on yeah. his bum. It's not on my bum. Soon to be three. So... I've got, uh, I've got, um, in in the same way that Olympians have the Olympic rings. Um, I'm going red now <laughs> thinking about this. It's a, I've never discussed this with anyone. I didn't. So, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, oh, right. no, it's a, that's all right. It's, it's only uh, between me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so nobody, nobody will be listening anyway. But yeah, I, I, after um, we won the world championship in Spain, there was a, a, a bit of a discussion. So I've had a tattoo uh, on my hip. Uh, and one from 96 and one from uh, 2015. So now I've got to go through the pain of having another one. What I didn't realise is that having never had a tattoo before, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not pro or anti-tattoos, they're just a thing that people like or don't like, um, but I didn't realise how painful they were if you have them where there's hardly any flesh. And, and on your hip bone is... It makes, yeah, you, it I, makes like, you grimace a bit. I'm not going to lie, I, I've had two... Um, tattoos and both well one of them I did I did actually faint oh did you I did actually <laughs> faint like Mark said it before on on challenges and stuff mocked me over it um, yeah one I did faint and one I came very very close and they're tight they're tiny tattoos it's really embarrassing but well, but I uh, the I've just got something in me that when I get like I used to I used to give blood when I was younger yeah um and I gave blood maybe three or four times, didn't have a problem. And then the next time I went to give blood, um, I just like that they'd got half a pint out of my arm, and I just all went all went completely white and 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 passed out. Yeah, and ever yeah. since then, whenever I've had to um, like do a blood test or anything like that, it's, it's done bit, me. You get a bit. How do you get with a hook in your finger? Then does that bother you? No, surprisingly okay. It's happened a few times. So it's and... needles as opposed to pain. No, no, it's not. It's not needles. It's pain. It's the pain. Right. Okay. Not yeah. that like, I'm not. Sc- I'm not scared of the pain because I'd go and have another one. Yeah. But I know that I know that that would happen. It's just my body's reaction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with hooks, I've, I've, yeah, I've had it a few times, and I've literally just got, gone to the bloke in the peg next door. Yeah, Here's a set of yeah, yeah. pliers. Just sort that out, will you? It's, it's funny as you've opened the box on the tattoo. A, a, a memory's just coming to my mind now. But I, I, I went to have the tattoo first, and I thought, where am I going to have it? And you know, you can have it on your chest, you can have it on your arm. Um, and I, I, I'm sort of fairly discreet, so I thought I don't want it somewhere that's visible. Uh, so then, you know, it's got to be there somewhere, and you're certainly not having it on the front. Um, I thought it'd be disrespectful to put it on my ass. Oh, that's what uh, I, yeah. So, I thought so. I had it on the hip, and the the guy said, "You know, it's going to be quite painful on the hip there." Uh, and I went, "Yeah, we'll be all right." So it started off as being two little gold stars, like so, just to as my own little memory. That's all. And then. He said, well, if you want some detail and it needs to be 3D, it's got to be a bit bigger. So what started like that then turned into that big. And then he said, do you want anything else on it? And I said, what like? And he said, well, do you want the date going on there? I said, well, I suppose so, really, because they're just blobs otherwise, aren't they? So you don't really know what they are. So he said, right, okay. Uh, And he said, well, you probably better put it in Roman numerals. Otherwise, because if you have it in just normal uh, letters, it look like a prison number. (laughs) So it's like, right, right, fine, (laughs) fair enough then. So um, 96 in prison numbers 
is VXXXIV. <laughs> and then 2015. So, like, can't we win the World Championships in, like, one? Because <laughs> that'd be really easy. But it's like... So, yeah, it was... Um, it was it was quite painful. So what what was the, what was this one? Twenty two. So that'll be XXII. Right. That's a bit easier. So that's a little bit easier. Yeah. So this will be the, be the smallest one. So yeah, more more pain for me. But Harry, thank you ever so much for that. I know that's um, that's a, a a fantastic memento, and it will look brilliant on the wall. Uh, let's talk about match fishing as you brought that out as well. You know, you've you've had a hugely successful career. Uh, in in match fishing, what we're waiting for, folks, at the moment, and I'm I'm sure Harry is 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 really interested to see this. But Phipps have a world ranking, and they had a meeting two weeks ago where the world rankings will be or were checked and will be published soon. And you're going to be really high up there now, aren't you? They take your um, they take six scores or uh, and and take the best five, I think it is, don't they? Yeah. So you've had. Um, as far as overall positioning is concerned, you know, obviously we've 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 won as a team, but your positions in sections have been really high as well. So um, you've had a section win, you've had two section section seconds, uh, three, three section seconds, yeah. Uh, and what's think, your worst result then? Uh, well, the worst, the one that got dropped, yeah, was I didn't fish, right? So, yes. so yeah, that's so the you worst that one. one. Yeah, 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 and then. The other one was the Bordeaux um, in France. Was it? That was uh, yeah, a fourth. yeah. I think no, no. I think it was. Wouldn't it be more six, longer. I think it was six would have been maximum. Yeah, yeah. But, I think it was uh, six. I thought it was a bit higher than that. But um, anyway, either way. But a first three seconds and that you're going to be right up there. You'll be top five in the world. Yeah, certainly I, top ten in the world. But I think uh, you'll be top five in the world with that. I, I've looked and I think I'll be, I think I'll be third. Yeah. I think I'll be third, but uh, like it's I, I can't do the math too too well. But I think I'll be third. The guys, the um, Croatian, Croatian guys. guys who are first are just, like they are the best. Well, individual world champion this year. Uh, they're they're two well, times so. individual world champions. Yeah, they're the best carp fishing pair in in the world ever. Yeah. Full yeah, stop. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then you, and then and then me. and then little old you. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that, how cool is that, folks? You know, uh, it just in in a relatively short period of time as well. You know, on on the scale of things. But what you've done is you've made every single opportunity count. So you know, the the, the other guys they've been doing a lot longer. So as a result, you know, it, it rewards consistency over that short period of time. But obviously, the longer you're in there, the higher up the rankings, it's easier to get because you know some people might miss a year, some people might might you know be affected by a bad draw or whatever but you've made every single one count which is fantastic yeah yeah i that's all you can do that's all like you know when when you when you go out to these world championships it's not you're not thinking like i know it's nice that i've i might end up third ranked in the world but you're not going out there thinking about that you're going out there thinking i need to do my best yeah. or our best as a pair for the team. for the for the yeah. team and no matter what that is you just got to like do absolutely everything you can because at the end of the day you want to be standing up there with your teammates singing the national anthem at the end yeah, of it and absolutely. and with a gold medal around your neck and you know it's all it's all well and good if if you do well but if if 
the rest of your team don't, mm. or it's all well and good if they do well. Mm. But if you don't, you've let the team down. Yeah, yeah. So all, all, all I can ever do is try my best, which will put us in the best position. It's um, it's it's a, a a fantastic team we've got now. You know, I'll I'll stick my neck out and say I think we've got we have got the best team in the world. We're ranked world number one. Um, this almost sounds self-serving, but it, I, I, I don't mean it to sound that. It's it's factually correct. So we look at where we are factually on these things, and an awful lot of the reason for our success is there has to be a good element of skill. There is a little bit of luck involved. But for me, I don't think you win a world championships with good luck. I think you don't win one as a result of bad luck. So it's mm. that negative one that will stop you winning as opposed to a little bit of extra luck that, that allows you. You need the stars to align because, like you said earlier, any any position on that podium is very, very well deserved. And the margins at the top are, are so, so slim that I suppose that might be the last little luck element. But... If if you look at if you look at the consistency of it, but more to the point, the effort level of it, just talk us through that effort. What does it take? You know, these are seventy-two hour matches. Sleep doesn't happen very often. You know, Hungary for us was a was a huge statement to make, a huge statement, and the game plan as well was I I think timed perfectly, or it came into fruition at exactly the right time. Yeah, I think it's it is with the matches where you're catching a, a lot of fish or you or there's a, there's a lot of fish there to catch it the the demands physically are you know you wouldn't understand the pain the sheer physical pain of sticking out 24 mil round balls at 150 yards it is horrendous we i mean we both carl and i and and carl's a a a big lad a a big lad both carl and i we didn't tell each other and we probably didn't ever tell you but after the first night we both and we said it this to each other after the match carl's carl's like I felt rough after that first night. I was like, yeah, same. Literally, when, you know, we were we were putting out the bait, probably one, uh, pr- probably 100 baits every hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's roughly about 10 to 15 minutes of throwing stick in. Mm. Full pelt using all of your body yeah. throwing, throwing stick in. And um, the the... I think my body went into shock and when I was lying down on my bed chair sort of in between baiting and tying rigs or whatever I started shivering Mm. I started sweating I felt sick my head was pounding and yeah I'm pretty sure my my body just felt like I had the flu or or something like that and you know after a little while you just sort of have a couple of cups of coffee and and like snap out of it. A bit of a drink of water, some yeah. some paracetamol. I I was texting I was texting you yeah. and the group Bring saying we need paracetamol. Yeah. We need paracetamol because you're just in in so much pain. I was watching um, the uh, the Nash video at Bled yeah. um, recently, and um, the guys there they were 
they'd been throwing sticking their baits out yeah. about 80 yards yeah. and like we're saying how how painful it was and like i'm like yeah yeah it is it is painful I, th- I think because it's a bit of a lost art over in the uk throwing sticking people don't realize how physical yeah it, it is it, you know it, it really is and there's there's go oh yeah i used to do it all right then come out and have a go because it is it's it's ridiculous um i'm still carrying an injury uh, at the moment i went to um croatia in october i think it mm. was uh went to ontario out there and again, you have to throw and stick there. There's no bait boats allowed. There's no boats allowed. Um, I, I was there for five days. We, it, it's not quite as intense, but we had to put a lot of bait out. And we were fishing 125 metres. So what's that? 135 yards. You know, yeah. 20 yeah, yards yeah. shorter than, than you, 30 yards shorter than what you were fishing. My shoulder still, I can't train in the gym now. That it's, It won't go any higher than that. Yeah. It's, it's mad, it's, isn't it, that you can get injured fishing? Yeah, that's but that yeah that is that's the sort of level and the and the the lengths that you've got to go to. But the thing the thing is also, I think with the team, you can say, oh yeah, the guys put loads of effort in. They're strong. They can cast far. Um, you know, they can they can push the the limits. But also, they've you know they've got to know what they're doing. And yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. like Wayne and Ryan and Kevin Bart are just. Well, uh, the 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 two top carp match fishing pairs ever, mm. ever, ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and Carl is, I'd say the the best in terms of like a if you could build someone to be good at that European style of long range match fishing. Yeah, like you'd build Carl. <laughs> and like it's it's great for me you know i've gone through um quite a transition with yeah. with england you know all of the other guys um have pretty much fished with the same people apart from bart who's yes. changed about a bit as well but you know i've fished with three three yeah, different partners three different um yeah. in the world champs and you know in this most recent one i've done three now with carl yeah um and in this most recent one it was very much a case of when 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 one needed to go a long way, yeah. I just needed to pass him the rod. Yeah. And it's, it's great it. having that, that that comfort with your partner as well. And this is this is why I think this squad is the best one. You know, I've I've been managing the squad now for six years. We've never had the same team. No, similar people have been in it, but it is never ever in six years of competitions. It's never been the same lineup. There's always been slight changes, for for whatever reason, either a skill set, someone's not available, someone's out and then coming back in again. But we've never had that same team. This team that we've got now, as it is, I just think you know all three pairs are perfect, absolutely perfect, and and that's a, that's a big thing to say. But actually, we you know we've we've come back with a, a world rank number one and a gold medal on the back of it. So you know it must be something right. Um, anyway, let's let's move on from that. Let's talk about your day to day stuff. So you know competition fishing. Yes, you're very well known for that. It's what you love to do. But actually, most of the people watching this will know you from seeing you on the telly, on YouTube, here, there, and everywhere. Especially with Mister Pictures. Yeah. Now, that has been an absolute meteoric rise, the challenge. It's been huge. Yeah, it it was, um, I guess, quite a, quite a shock at the time when it first did as, as well as it did. You know, I had, um, 
I was a couple of years into my career at, at, at Fox and had only the year before pretty much been just given a camera yeah. and said see what you can do with that you know I, I hadn't joined Fox ever at the time uh, thinking that I'd be doing uh, videography you know YouTube wasn't really a thing at the mo uh, yeah. at that time it was still all the magazines you know I think when I joined there was I think eight or nine carp fishing magazines so yeah. a lot of my role was um, working together with with them to put to, to get the content in into those mags and doing updates on the on the website i think I, I started up our facebook page um at the time and and then yeah it was like here's a camera i think i was off, one of your first you victims actually we went out to to fox lake didn't we to do some was it pva bag stuff first? yes and you had it that was one of your first points of the camera back then yeah yeah i think i'd done something in the in the winter with um leon bartrop which like i mean if you can dig it out on on youtube it was horrific um not, not that leon was horrific just the sound my shots oh they were so bad yeah. um but i think i'd also i'd got together with you previous to that just so that i could spend a day with you and with i think rich edwards yes yeah um to, 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 to learn yeah. off of off, yeah. off of you and and um yeah, basically, be like, what? What do I do with this camera? What buttons should should I press? Um, yeah, and then uh, filmed you at Fox Me. You caught, yeah, yeah. I think, a thirty-eight pounder, something like yeah, that. Shy. Yeah, shy. That was nice fishing. Yeah, yeah. It? Didn't yeah. didn't get caught very much. Yeah, good old pub chuck bag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lucky again. <laughs> um, but then, so I'd filmed, I'd filmed our first. Cart Fishing Edges DVD. I might have filmed the second. No, I think I'd just been the first yeah. Cart Fishing Edges uh, DVD. So at the time, it was it was all you'd make a DVD at the start of the year and then uh, yeah, give yeah. it out to for free in tackle shops. Um, and I'd done that, and then it was we would we did product videos that went onto YouTube, but no one was really doing um, vi videos on on youtube like like session videos on youtube well, there wasn't, had there wasn't that much entertainment you know things go things go full circle but there wasn't really that much entertainment then there was a lot of instruction but yeah there wasn't any entertainment yeah and i think that's probably why it really jumped out of the screen yeah yeah no it, it was i think I'm, I'm pretty sure that the only other thing that was on on youtube at the time that had come out just before was urban banks yeah. so nash had done urban banks just before Corda hadn't done a thing winston who's actually here was um was the man behind um urban banks um and yeah we loved that and um you know we wanted to do a, a mm. series that was much different um to sort of anything that had had, had been out there really um and I guess, and I guess it was in the first shoot. I remember we went to Green Acres, and I know, so it was Lewis's idea to do the challenge. It wasn't, it wasn't my idea. Um, and we had picked uh, Mark because mm. at the time he wasn't a he wasn't a household name. He had been doing, he'd been, he had his Traveller series in Crafty Carper, and then he had just started doing 
a series in total carp, but he wasn't, you know, he he wasn't like chilly at, mm. at the time or one of the the real sort of household names. And and the plan was to do this series and and try and build him up. Um, and I'd filmed with him a couple of times before. We 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 got on together, and yeah, just 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 filmed this this challenge. I think he had to catch on. On three different lead setups, yeah. maybe his Chodrig was was one of them. I, I, I can't entirely remember, um, but we always had we always had a laugh, and I kind of just wanted to film that just yeah, us yeah. us having a laugh, and I I didn't I didn't necessarily make a conscious effort to film it, and uh, knowing what it would turn out like, but those those funny bits. I enjoyed filming yeah. them, and afterwards, I was like, "These, these yeah, have to go in." Absolute in, gems. In, in the edit, they had to go in. I think. I think one of the things that you did there, uh, as far as the film rules are concerned, is you broke an awful lot of them. You know. Yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't. There are no rules. There, but there you, wasn't any any films before where a cameraman had talked to. Yes. Um, the well, the golden the rule is the cameraman doesn't. Yeah, get yeah. You know, and it, and it, it was brilliant doing it. It was. You know, and now you see that all the time, especially yeah. with like you, you know YouTubers and, and and stuff like that. It is it's commonplace now, but it was really different yeah. um, back then. And it was actually it was that different that um, Lewis didn't initially uh, take, I think, to the to the style of it. Yeah. I remember, I think the third or fourth. Lewis was your boss episode. at the time. So yeah, this is Lewis, a, Lewis Lewis Porter. Porter yeah. yeah. Um, who who came up with the with the concept? And I think uh, it was the third or fourth episode that he actually came out with us because he thought yeah. we were just sort of mucking around. Yeah. Um, but I think it it was in those sort of third, fourth, fifth episodes where it really sort of started yeah. to take off. You know, the I think the Mark's, Mark's was musings there. was was the, another meteoric one for me where he just put that silly music in and Mark came up with some of his thoughts yeah. about what was carpy in particular I mean, you know and that's yeah that's that was the, of... the, the 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 carpy stuff that was the sec- second episode when we were at Linear and what are you doing taking a picture of your kettle why well it's carpy yeah 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 <laughs> so. and 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 now you know the you might have said carpy back back before that but like not not really and ev- yeah. but everybody understood what what he meant yes and everybody got it and it was funny yeah. and um you know now you've got instagram pages that are like carpy this and carpy that these like little sub brands that yeah. are that are well hippopotachunk is another one isn't it that was, yeah yeah that's that a, was that's another that's another that word was, that was in, in pursuit of carpiness the first yeah. one that that and you know mark is brilliant like he <laughs> he you can, you can genuinely just point point the camera at him have a conversation and something funny will will come out or yeah. it, if something happens he'll react to it in a way that nobody else would would react to and yeah with the hippopotachunk um he'd never said it ever 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 before and we were we were we were in in Slovenia for iPod One, and um, we we're just filming like a little update piece, I think. And he's sat on this bucket, and as we were filming it, and he's explaining what's going on, this donkey yeah. 
yeah. has come out of the water right on the spot and landed, and he's he's looked like that and gone an absolute hippopotachunk has just come out of the water. <laughs> and I'm wetting myself, and then instantly after that, he's had a bite. Instantly, and he's gone. Oh, that's going to be the hippopotamus! Like it was just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Like you yeah. and you can't write or script any no. any of that. No. But he, he's like, you know, we both know him very well. But that is what he's like. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. What, what you see on the telly, yeah, is actually him. The so where I'm probably doing, I'm, I'm, I'm do, well, not probably. I am definitely doing less and less uh, filming now with with my role at Fox. Um, so we're getting um, other guys out on the shoots shoots yeah. with us, and I think ne- you know next year that'll be even more so um, to 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 do the filming. And there are times when we're having a conversation, and I'm turning around to the guys. And I'm like, "Are you getting this?" Yeah, yeah. And I and 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 the cameras are off, and I'm like, yeah. oh, "You're missing the best bits. It's like, got to roll all it, the time. You need to have yeah. that. You need to have that rolling." And um and like you know now they've sort of learned yes. learned that. And um we actually filmed a uh, we filmed our Christmas special um two weeks ago, and I I think in terms of the amount of funny things in it, it's probably the funniest challenge. Yeah. Ever brilliant. So no, I look, look forward to seeing yeah. that. I was gonna. That was gonna be my next thing. Which is your favourite one? Which uh, I, no, I wouldn't the, say that that's my favourite one. That's the, it'll be it'll the be funniest. the funniest. I mean, there has been so many really good. I've really liked filming the Great British Challenge one where he felt he caught fish from um, England, Scotland, Scot- Island, Wales, in, yeah. England, Scotland, yeah. Ireland, Wales, uh, finished up with a 30-pounder that was like stalked right like, behind these snags, proper yeah. hit-and-hold fishing. Um, that was really cool. Um, the, the Cuttle Mill one, where yeah. he used all the old-school tackle fishing, yeah. like an old-school an old school venue. And did he's he had put a, a beard on for that? The old Des Taylor beard. He uh, he didn't, but we did have a clip. We did have a clip of Des Taylor uh, yeah. on it, and we did hark hark back to a bit of Des Taylor. Yeah. And he's tied up these these rigs, and I um I managed to find like the first ever Fox stainless steel rod pod online, Brilliant. and the guys lent it to me, and we had the original mini microns, um, and he was tying up rigs with Dacron and super specialist hooks. Rolled his own baits, which were effectively like um, yeah. basically the old school Richworth two tees, yeah. like free, frozen bottom baits. Yeah. And he had an absolute beano. Like he, <laughs> he, well, he, he, I think he. Normally, I, I like the challenges to be close, and I try yes. and plan the the challenges. Oh, you're horrible so that... to him most of the time. You try and <laughs> oh, that's absolutely rubbish. You try and plan them no, so they're close. You make his I, life as difficult as possible. That. All yes. for the benefit. All for the benefit of a of a good film. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, I, if it's going to be tight from the start, and it will be touch and go as to whether he'll pass. Yeah. I wouldn't ever change anything. Yeah. But if he looks like he's going to do it easily, then you yeah. know people don't necessarily want to see that. However, so I'd, so I'd, I'd throw something in there. However, yeah. on that um, Cuttle Mill one. It was he. He passed it before I could even think of something yeah. to 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 do to change it. It was I think it was catch two two twenty pounders. It was the start of March. It had been yeah. a really harsh winter, and we were like, we, like you're going to do well to catch two fish. Yeah. Um, 
and he's especially with like the all of the old tackle that he's using and the old rigs he's using tiny little leads and I'm thinking this is terrible um and yeah he's caught two 20 pounders within the first four hours of us filming yeah um but it's still you know we filmed the rest of the session I think he ended up with nine or ten fish something like that and it was it was really really good and then the other one was the that's my favorite is the river revenge yes um where he went uh well he went back to a river not to the same one but went back on a river on june the 16th which was actually um one of the places where i sort of started mm. cart fishing that river and there was yeah, yeah. there's also a lake at that at that place as well but i started cart fishing there so for me it was quite a nice thing to be back there yeah um and yeah catching a catching a carp off the top on june 16th on a river like that couldn't have been been any better i don't yeah, think superb no i remember seeing that one as well it was, uh, again they're all entertaining there's a load to choose so from you know good. we've done well with that with that how many one that we just then? that the one that we've just filmed will 30. be the 34th i was gonna say it's gonna be in its 30s it's a, now yeah. it, you know including specials it's it's a lot obviously you've been in in one yes you, yeah that, i've in, never cu- i was really nervous about that because i've never cooked i'm useless anybody that knows me you were know useless, that i'm yeah. useless at cooking and, it was, and it was having a to cook fun. a christmas dinner on a <laughs> on the bank you know i don't cook boiled eggs <laughs> so yeah that was uh that was quite cool that was uh that was an enjoyable one as well there so uh yeah, all all good. Um, so let's let's talk about your day to day role at Fox then. So you know what what's what do you do work wise? People see the public side of it, but what's what's a day in the life of Harry Charrington? So, so I guess at, at the moment um, there's uh, there's a lot of of sort of different things because I've started to move across and I'm doing a bit more product development now. So. I'd say not it's not any like specific day like that's your mm. product development day but you know in a day I'd probably spend an hour on product development and whether that's um giving feedback on um samples or on drawings that um the guys have uh, have done in the um in the design department um speaking with suppliers organizing packaging um drawing up my own products um and sending that to the to the design team i mean i'm i'm rubbish at drawing that's so a big jump have, actually going it's, from, I mean, it's, from media to product it it doesn't feel like a big jump because i'm not doing loads of it it's yeah. not full time and i had always been asked opinions mm. and given feedback and um always involved in some way in the product product development um so it it feels quite natural um for for me um and then then the rest of it um i've got a team of 10 guys in the carp side of so i used to work Pretty, it used to be pretty much just me and Lewis. Well, it was you originally. Yeah, yeah. In terms it? of c- creating content, yeah. it was yeah. me, and I would um, do DVDs and YouTube stuff for um, Fox, Matrix, and Rage in German, Dutch, and English. So I used to go to Germany and film a German uh, Rage DVD and then a German Carp DVD um, 
German Matrix DVD and then I'd go to Holland and do the same and I'd do the same in, in England. So, yeah, I was filming in three different it's languages. It's crazy, isn't it? That you, you know, when you look back then and think how big the Fox team is now and how many people you've got doing media in comparison with yeah, the fact yeah. that it was little old you all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's mad. But now, like, now it's, it's, it's great. We've got, so for... Now I'm specifically on carp. I don't I don't do anything um, with with Rage and Matrix apart from uh, I work quite closely with the other marketing managers yeah. um, for for those. So we share things that work and 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 things that don't work and and try. We're we're always sort of trying to do better for the whole business um, rather than just keeping things to our to ourselves in our own little um, box. Um, yeah, I've got in, in for for Fox Carp. I've got ten guys in in the marketing um, team. I've got two guys in the UK, um, and then across across Europe, we've got yeah the re- the rest of the team. And it's like I I I really enjoy working with with the guys like right right across mm. Europe because they all bring something different. Yeah. Different all, stylistic as well, and everybody's passionate. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all super super passionate i try not to dictate too much to them i try to make like let them make their own decisions with the content that they that they're creating and um i just try and steer them in the right direction in terms of what we need out uh, out of you know if a certain product needs needs a bit a a bit of a push um try and steer them in, in in that direction um I love it and especially when you know one of them comes back sends me sends me a link and says I've just just done this and I watch it yeah. and I'm like yeah that's wow, great that's cool yeah that's cool you get I think one of the one of the joys of having a network of, of of people across the continent is you get you get to see the different ways that people do things yeah you know uh, uh, traditionally I think some some English companies certainly some English anglers have been very one-dimensional in how they look at things, but carp fishing is a very, very broad church, and you know there's there's so many brilliant things come from different countries, and you've you've only got to look now at you know some of the travels that carp anglers go on, and see some of these amazing waters, and and see the fish they're catching. It's just such a big world. Out yeah, there. it's it's massive, and every every country is different. Every country's got their own style, so there, there'd be no point me saying, guys, why aren't you making um, videos with one man one man bivvies and yeah. ronnie rigs yeah. because they're like well no we don't use that we use yeah. this giant double xl bivy because mm. we're on the bank for yeah. two yeah. weeks and we're not using that because that hook's probably going to bend out when we catch one yeah. like yeah. you know yeah. we and so they'll their fishing's like worlds worlds apart at times and and some of the times you you look at the stuff that you get and you're like i'd never use that yeah but they catch but, on it but but they but catch, catch on it and they look at stuff that we use and go i'd never use that so i'd never try and i'd never try and sort of um yeah. impart like the 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 uk style I, on them i don't think i it's remember right. bivvy's, bivvy's in particular obviously been involved in bivvy design a few years ago it was like um people would look at small you know our, our, our small lightweight bivvies and i remember um one guy coming up and me saying what do you think and he's like well is this for your dog yeah, you know, yeah literally yeah, it's like yeah. a dog kennel because they want something as big as this room to be able to get in yeah it, i so, can't but, like i i am a, a brolly small shelter angler yeah, yeah. and 
you know, when we first started doing these these massive bivvies, I'm like, who on earth is using yeah. this? You know, they're picking it up. It's 22 kilos. Yeah. Like, yeah, but but they're driving to the swim. They're, stay, they're taking the family. Yeah. So like, I've had to I've had to learn, especially as well from the from the product development side. I've had I've had to learn about all of these different mm. um, sort of different styles and and what each each country sort of brings to the to the business in terms of what would work for them product wise but it's not different isn't this life that actually there is there is always different ways of doing things yeah it's not yeah. just a case of this is the way and as soon as you just think that this is the way then this isn't yeah the way. like ultimately it like it's it's carp fishing and they you know you could catch a carp yeah. so many different ways absolutely so many different ways and that's what, like i i I I don't try and pigeon myself into one one specific way of carp fishing. I guess you know people might think that I'm more of a match angler because that's where I've, I've had the most success. But I I love doing everything. Absolutely. All, fi- all fishing, all fishing, full stop, not well, just carp. Was, fishing. I was going to come on to that as well because you know it, it, I've, I've as I'm as I'm growing older, I'm really enjoying fishing with the seasons now. Mm. In that you know, I, I, don't get me wrong, I'm a carp angler, but going chub fishing at this time of year is absolutely fantastic i love perch i know you really like pike fishing as well you go out not lots but you'll go out and you catch a few pike too yeah i'll i'll do i'll do everything um you know i'll have i I probably don't necessarily do it through the seasons but i'll have one year my winter winter species will be pike and i'll i'll just get my head on to go go pike fishing and yeah try yeah do 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 my best to to catch a few decent ones and last couple of years it's been chub fishing but i will i will do everything absolutely everything i i probably have one of my favorite fishing trips um ever in october um my dad goes salmon fishing uh, every year and i've been a couple of times with him um over the last 10 or 15 years Mm. Um, and the conditions have never been right, and you need the conditions yeah, to be yeah. right to catch salmon. Yeah. Um, but I went went with him this time. Um, went to the uh, to the River Tweed, which yeah. is probably one of the best salmon rivers in yeah. um, in the UK. And fishing the fly, had a salmon every day. so fish for three days. Had a salmon every day. Wow. It was amazing, amazing. Like yeah. just, you know that will stay with me for so long I've, i'd only ever caught one salmon before that was when yeah. i was 14 with with my dad in scotland um and had yeah like i say i hadn't really had a chance to fish properly for them yeah since then and that like after afterwards i was thinking about it and reminiscing yeah and looking at where else i could go for for weeks and weeks afterwards because it was just the best yeah like, so 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 much about the occasion as well who you're with and what you do and how you're doing it and yeah and, yeah know, to do that with my dad amazing, as well definitely it, yeah. it is nice because you know I, I i haven't lived near my parents for uh, over 10 years now mm-hmm. um so don't get to see them an, aw- an awful lot of the time to yeah. so to spend yeah spend three days with my dad yeah um, amazing and to catch some salmon as well um, yeah, fantastic so you like a grayling as well you go you go yeah, again yeah. for a grayling don't you yeah yeah i had i've actually dropped my ticket i had a i had oh, a I really haven't. nice ticket on um why didn't you tell me on you the, could have sold me on the, <laughs> i'd have had that like a shot yeah i had a really wow. nice ticket on the test that was like a 
I can't remember what it was, like a six-man syndicate or an yeah, eight-man was, syndicate. Yeah, that was seriously exclusive. Um, it was only a, sh- a short, short stretch, but, you know, had some really good fish in it. Had yes. some had some twos, which for da- for down there is a, a great fish. So, yeah, I, yeah. Any, any type of fishing I will do, honestly, apart, apart from using a bait boat but that's that's just personal oh you don't like a bait boat no why just just i i'd say i'd say um, you use a rowing boat i'd use i'd use a a rowing boat purely personal preference yeah like i so do you look down i'm gonna i don't look down do you look down somebody's just caught your best mates just caught a pb with not at all not at all like mark you know mark um the other week caught um and he's been trying to catch a a, a proper proper big un yeah for a while going to going to some places that have them and and hadn't been hitting it right been catching small ones and, and whatever else and he caught an 80 pounder yeah. um a few weeks back and like i couldn't have been more more happy for him mm. um <clears throat> you know some some of my mates have caught some of the best fish that i've ever i've ever seen using a bait boat like Lewis um, caught the maxi linear yeah, yeah. using a bait boat, and I went and did the photos for it. And like, I couldn't. I, I would not take that away from any anyone if they use bait not boat. For you. It's just what not about for drones me. then? Are you happy with the drone? Um, it's a tough one because I have. I've for for work. I've yeah. used them a lot. Yeah, I've used used them a lot, but it is it's different in the. You you know you you're doing a job and you re, you, you know you but are. But you're going to take against... advantage of something that you might see there. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The... That that's it. If you if you're flying it over the lake and yeah. all the fish are down the other end, you'd be yeah, a, you've got to you'd be an it. idiot not to it's, go. I, you know, I I have a love hate relationship with drones because like you, you we have to use them for work. They add so much production value to to what we're doing, and then from an angling point of view. When you see them, it fills you with so much excitement that you're on them. Or if they're not there and they're at the other end of the lake, you think, "I oh, bugger!" Yeah, I know yeah. I've got to move. So it's 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 angel and devil with it. That what you find out isn't what you want to know sometimes. Yeah, I'm for my own. I haven't. I I'm trying to think if I have because I could have done. I don't think I've used them for my own fishing. Yeah, like just me. I would if if I was going to some of these massive massive lakes on the continent yeah i i would use them because i think they're a, re- a, a, a proper proper tool yeah. but in in the uk on on like most most of the time you you'll be able to see a fish you'll be able to um locate yeah. them i think stick with the i think water, i think without them stick with I just, the it's more purist and you feel better yeah yeah but that's a, but you say like purist that's what that's what i feel about about Bait boats. That's also yeah. what I feel about, you know, with salmon fishing. Like, I'd I'd rather catch them on the fly yeah. than on a spinner or on yeah. on a on a worm. Yeah. Like, and that's that. It, it's purely just a, a a personal thing, and I don't don't have anything against anyone else who wants to do it. But yeah. for me, I feel like the effort and the skill level, and I just try and can you be the best that I can be doing we, those things. You, you, this is, and this is once again is why angling is so broad. You know, if if you catch, um, if you catch a worm, uh, sorry, a salmon on a fly, mm. it's credible, but on a spinner it isn't. Whereas if you catch a pike on a lure on the continent, it's a lot more credible than catching one on a dead bait. 
Yeah, yeah. Because the the the, the European predator anglers. Yeah, they do pff, them dead baits on dead baits. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't count. Uh, so bait fishing isn't very good. Can you imagine if that was brought into carp fishing? That actually, oh, you caught it on a Ronnie rig. It doesn't count. But then people uh, say they, that about but, they, but there's there's plenty of it in carp fishing. There's ah, oh, you caught it on a floater. It doesn't count. You caught it on a zig. It doesn't count. And that is absolutely fine if the person keeps those opinions to themselves. Yeah. Because I'd never say that something doesn't count unless it's in like banter with my mates, which I I do do. But I I'd never try and take something away from someone else's capture. Mm. Um, if somebody doesn't want to. Doesn't want to float a fish. That's yeah. absolutely fine. Do I'll do it, do it and absolutely. catch them. Yeah. But and and that's what people say to me. And I go, oh, I I won't use a bait boat. I don't I don't want to. Okay, don't. I'll catch them. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. Fill it full of maggots. Game on. Anyway, look, it's 2023. We have got a full year ahead of us. We're going to close up now. What are your targets for the year? What would you like to achieve? Three things. What would you like to achieve? Three this year? things. Three I'd like things to that you'd like to achieve this year. Um. Well, num- number one is um, I'm just about to become a dad. I'd like to be the best dad in the world. Fantastic! Like that's that is no. I I, w- I didn't. I don't have another two. Yeah. So there there is actually no. There's one other thing. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully the missus isn't listening. But yeah. Um, I would obviously like to go back and just do what do what we did again in the in the world champs that's you know back to back wouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't 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 sniff at that wouldn't wouldn't, sniff at that so i guess so yeah i guess i guess aside from bit i mean that would be being a being a great dad also being a world champion Oh yeah, so that's, oh, yeah. that's absolutely that's doing, it for, the, the doing it for the little one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's that, that's it. Absolutely, <laughs> got to be done. I don't. I've got zero plans for fishing. I yeah. don't. I don't have a, a plan. There's nothing in my head that's saying I need to be fishing here. I need yeah. to be fishing there. Um, that's quite a nice place to be, isn't it? I, because you can you can go with the flow rather than thinking that you've got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Mm. I don't. I don't want to have the pressure of thinking that I need to be going going fishing where I could could be at home yeah, yeah. with with my son family. fantastic so. excellent well there we go don't need another two yeah absolutely fantastic harry it's been a privilege and a pleasure to have you in thank you ever so much for coming in uh folks you all know where to find him if you want to see more from harry he's all over the internet and various different places like that so from us here at the Outcast podcast. Give us a click, give us a like, give us a follow. Do all of that stuff that you normally do on social media and we will see you again next time. Thanks for listening to the Outcast, the podcast from Outlaw Pro, the ultimate angling experience. Remember to follow us on social media for updates and information on future guests. See you next time.